chapters thirteen through sixteen from the epistle of paul to the romans from the new testament translated by abner neeland this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by mark penfold chapter thirteen let every man be subject to the powers in authority for there is no power but from god and those which exist are placed under god he therefore who resisteth the power resisteth the appointment of god and those who resist will receive to themselves condemnation for rulers are not a terror to good works but to evil wouldst thou therefore not be afraid of the power do that which is good and thou wilt have praise from it for he is a minister of god to thee for good but if thou do that which is evil be afraid for he beareth not the sword in vain for he is a minister of god an avenger to execute wrath upon him who doth evil wherefore it is necessary that ye be subject not only because of punishment but also because of conscience for on this account ye pay tribute also for they are god's ministers attending continually to this matter render therefore to all their dues tribute to whom tribute is due custom to whom custom fear to whom fear honour to whom honour owe no one anything excepting this to love one another for he who loveth another fulfilleth the law for instance thou shalt not commit adultery thou shalt not commit murder thou shalt not steal thou shalt not covet and if there be any other commandment it is summed up in these words namely thou shalt love thy neighbour as thyself love worketh no ill to our neighbour love therefore is the fulfilling of the law and we should do this knowing the time that already it is the hour to awake out of sleep for now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed the night is far spent the day approacheth let us therefore lay aside the works of darkness and let us put on the attire of light let us work becomingly as in the day not in revelings and drunkenness not in debauchery and wantonness not in strife and envying but put ye on the lord jesus christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfil its desires chapter fourteen now receive to yourselves him who is weak in the faith but not for doubtful disputings one believeth that he may eat all things but another who is weak eateth herbs let not him who eateth despise him who eateth not and let not him who eateth not condemn him who eateth for god hath received him to himself who art thou that condemnest the servant of another to his own master he standeth or falleth but he shall be established for god is able to establish him one man esteemeth one day above another while another man esteemeth every day alike let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind he who regardeth the day regardeth it to the lord and he who regardeth not the day to the lord he regardeth it not he who eateth eateth to the lord for he giveth god thanks and he who eateth not to the lord he eateth not and giveth god thanks for no one of us liveth to himself and no one dieth to himself but whether we live 
we live to the lord and whether we die we die to the lord whether we live therefore or die we are the lord's for to this end christ both died and lived again that he might have dominion both over the dead and the living but why dost thou condemn thy brother or why dost thou despise thy brother for we shall all stand before the judgment seat of christ for it is written as i live saith the lord every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall praise god so then every one of us must give account of himself to god let us not therefore condemn one another any more but judge this rather that no one put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in a brother's way i know and am persuaded in the lord jesus that nothing is unclean in itself but if any one esteem anything to be unclean to him it is unclean but if thy brother be disquieted because of thy food thou no longer walkest according to love destroy not him by thy food for whom christ died let not then your good be evil spoken of for the kingdom of god is not meat and drink but righteousness and peace and joy in a holy spirit for he that in these things serveth christ is well pleasing to god and approved by men so then let us follow after the things which make for peace and for the edifying of one another for the sake of food destroy not the work of god all things indeed are pure but it is evil in that man who eateth so as to cause offence it is right neither to eat flesh nor to drink wine nor to do anything by which thy brother stumbleth or is offended or is made weak thou hast faith have it with respect to thyself in the sight of god happy is he who condemneth not himself in that which he alloweth himself to do but he who doubteth is condemned if he eat because he eateth not from faith for whatsoever is not from faith is sin chapter sixteen verses twenty five through twenty seven note in the common copies this doxology is inserted at the conclusion of chapter sixteen but the alexandrian and most of the other manuscripts introduce it here now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel even the preaching of jesus christ according to the revealed mystery which was kept secret in former ages but hath now been made manifest and by the writings of the prophets according to the commandment of the aeonian god hath been made known to all the gentiles for their obedience to the faith to god only wise be glory through jesus christ to the ages amen chapter fifteen now we who are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves let every one of us please his neighbour for his good to edification for christ also pleased not himself but as it is written the reproaches of those who reproached thee fell on me for whatsoever things were formerly written were written for our instruction that we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope now the god of patience and comfort grant you to be of the same mind amongst yourselves according to the will of jesus christ that with one consent and with one mouth ye may glorify the god and father of our lord jesus christ wherefore receive to yourselves one another 
as Christ also hath received you to himself for the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ became a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made to the fathers, and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written, For this cause I will praise thee among the Gentiles, and sing to thy name. And again it is said, Rejoice ye Gentiles together with his people, and again, Praise the Lord all ye Gentiles, and laud him all ye people, and again Isaiah saith, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he who shall rise to reign over the nations, in him the nations shall hope. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that ye may abound in hope through the power of a holy spirit. And I myself also am persuaded concerning you, my brethren, that ye also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able also to admonish one another. Nevertheless, brethren, I have written to you somewhat boldly in part, as putting you in mind, on account of the favor which God hath bestowed on me, that I should be a minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be well accepted, being sanctified by a holy spirit. I have therefore, whereof I may glory through Jesus Christ in things relating to God, for I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ hath not wrought by me, concerning the obedience of the Gentiles in word and deed, through mighty signs and wonders, through the power of a holy spirit, so that from Jerusalem and round about to Illyricum I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. Earnestly striving, however, to preach the gospel in this manner, not where Christ was named, lest I should build upon another man's foundation, but as it is written, Those to whom he had not been spoken of shall see, and those who had not heard shall understand. On which account also I have been often prevented from coming to you, but now, having no longer place for preaching in these parts, and having a great desire for these many years to come to you, whensoever I go into Spain, I trust to see you as I pass on, and to be conducted by you on my way thitherward, when I have been first partly filled with your company. But now I am going to Jerusalem, that I may minister to the saints. For it hath pleased those of Macedonia and Achaia to make some contribution for the poor saints who are in Jerusalem. It hath pleased them indeed, and they are debtors to the Jews. For if they have made the Gentiles partakers of their spiritual things, the Gentiles ought also to minister to them in worldly things. When therefore I have performed this, and have set the seal to this fruit of their liberality, I will come by you into Spain. And I know that when I come to you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of Christ. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the Lord Jesus Christ, and by the love which is the fruit of the Spirit, that ye strive together with me in your prayers to God for me, that I may be delivered from those in Judea who believe not, and that my ministry at Jerusalem may be well accepted by the saints, that I may come to you with joy by the will of God, and may be refreshed together with you. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. Chapter 16, verses 1 through 24. 
now i commend to you phoebe our sister who is a deaconess of the church at sencrea that ye receive her in the lord as is worthy of saints and that ye help her in whatsoever business she hath need of you for she hath been an assistant of many and of myself also salute priscus and aquila my fellow-labourers in christ jesus who for my life have laid down their own necks to whom not i only give thanks but all the churches also of the gentiles salute likewise the church in their house salute my well-beloved apenitus who is the first-fruits of asia to christ salute mary who hath laboured much for you salute andronicus and junius my kinsmen and my fellow-prisoners who are well known among the apostles who also were in christ before me salute amplius my beloved in the lord salute urbanus our fellow-labourer in christ and Stachys, my beloved. Salute Apelles, who is approved in Christ. Salute those that are of Aristobulus's household. Salute Herodian, my kinsman. Salute those of Narcissus's household, who are in the Lord. Salute Tryphena and Tryphosa, who labor in the Lord. Salute the beloved Persis, who hath labored much in the Lord. Salute Rufus, who is chosen in the Lord, and his mother and mine salute asyncritus phlegon hermas patrobas hermes and the brethren who are with them salute philologus and julia nereus and his sister and olympas and all the saints who are with them salute one another with a holy kiss all the churches of christ salute you now i beseech you brethren to mark those who raise divisions and causes of stumbling contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned and avoid them for those who are such serve not our lord christ but their own belly and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the innocent for your obedience hath come abroad to all men i rejoice therefore on your account but yet i would have you to be wise indeed concerning that which is good and simple concerning that which is evil now the god of peace will quickly bruise the adversary under your feet the favour of our lord jesus christ be with you timothy my fellow-labourer and lucius and jason and sosipater my kinsmen salute you i tertius the scribe of this epistle salute you in the lord gaius my host and the host of the whole church saluteth you erastus the treasurer of the city and quartus a brother salute you the favour of our lord jesus christ be with you all amen the end of the epistle of paul to the romans recording by mark penfold